Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Vredestein tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio. As the Lakers were pulling off the big stunning win this season, LeVar Ball is in the news because LeVar Ball. Big Ball is chicken. No, 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 no. It's something much different. Much bigger. It's bigger. LeVar Ball wants his own league. All right. Just let me say that. LeVar what Ball. Just let that marinate for a moment in case LeVar you haven't heard Ball this story or seen a headline on it. Wants just let that sit. His own league. He wants to start a league for high school graduates. In and let's interview, just stay in our lane. He talked about it today. Uh, he wants to get nationally ranked players who've graduated from high school but don't want to go to college. You want to go to college? No, I'm not going. Okay. So he wants the guys that don't want to go to school. The Junior Basketball Association, which is fully funded by his big baller brand, and don't worry, we'll get into it, plans to pay the lowest-ranked player a salary of $3,000 a month and the best player $10,000 a month. He wants 80 players to fill 10 teams that'll play at NBA arenas in Los Angeles, Dallas, Brooklyn, and Atlanta. Ball telling ESPN, quote, getting these players is going to be easy. 
This is giving guys a chance to get a jump start in their career to be seen by pro scouts, and we're going to pay them because someone has to pay these kids. All of these things happen in college basketball. Oh, by the way, get a jump start in their career. Play in college, check. Your games are all on national television. Seen by pro scouts, check. They all go to the college games. We're going to pay them because someone has to. Uh, pretty sure kids in college get paid. Uh, LeVar Ball is not – it's like LeVar Ball thinks here's something brand new in the marketplace. No, there's exactly that. It's called college basketball. All these things happen in college basketball. Well, or you have the opportunity to go play overseas if you want, right? You you have to still be draft eligible for the G League, so – and. It, pains me to say G-League, but that's what it is, because it sounds like I'm saying G-League, paying tribute to the Ben Affleck, well, Jennifer Lopez. I actually watched about five minutes of that the other day. Yeah. It wasn't nearly as bad as people... Oh, no, no, no. It's... Of course, I watched the five minutes where Jennifer Lopez is working out on the floor talking that... to Ben Affleck, and yeah, I'm like, oh, probably all right, that's just, skewed your opinion. That's a good five minutes. Quality cinematic yeah. action. But go ahead, buddy. As you I'm go. Sorry. But certainly people love to hate watch Ben Affleck in any role that he's in at this point. <laughs> so that really doesn't change. But it, it doesn't help or what the curiosity becomes if you can get one or more of these top-ranked players to say, you know what, I don't want to be the sixth man at Duke, Kentucky, all your blue-chip schools, right? You have to turn one or two guys. Then all of a sudden you might have something viable to where you have a snowball effect. But still... Who's turning down the year of visibility in a tried-and-true, blue-blood, proven commodity? You want to go to Kentucky? No, nope, I want to go play for LeVar Ball. I have no idea where the games are going to be. No. We may get a – it might be like the tournaments that our daughters play in for soccer. You get two hours' notice. <laughs> where am I going to be? I got to go across town. I need Kobe's helicopter. Let's let's be real for LeVar Ball, okay? All the things he said. Number one, Big Baller Brand is going to completely fund this operation. From what? He's sold 700 pairs of shoes. Okay? I mean, let's, let's just say conservatively, that, just gonna, now that they showed up, maybe they've gotten to 1,000. All right, but you can't, does, unless he plans on paying for things with shoes, I don't see how well, he I don't finds think, out. How I don't think they made to, that many shoes. How much for me to rent uh, uh, Barclays? Oh, it's 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 five grand. All right, that's uh, six pairs of shoes. Here you go. I'll send you six pairs of Big Baller brand. Uh, that's not going to happen. Okay, you don't have enough. Big Baller brand is not enough to fund because it's operating costs. There's travel. You want to play in L.A. and New York and Dallas? You want to fly cross country? So there's travel involved. There are hotels involved. There's arenas. Apparently, are free. This is going to let you play in these arenas. Sure. People can go to the games. What about medical insurance? You got to have medical insurance. Got to be a you know all these kids got to have insurance. Well, liability insurance, security. These are just some of the things. It, Big ball of brand. The start. Big ball of brand is going to fund all of these. I mean, he has he stolen every mo- bit of money that Lonzo Ball's earning from his rookie paycheck? He can't walk into a to a to a you know to Marvin Bagley's house and go, yeah, listen, you're going to get ten grand a month. Great, payable in Big Baller brand gear. So here are four T-shirts, six pairs of shoes. And three pairs of shorts. That's it. Yeah, that's ten but, grand. But that's Ball counting them at retail. The inflated retail versus. Yeah, he does them not. At, I, I want mean, a wholesale. Really, you have the money for this, and people are people are really going to say no, no. I'd rather go for this fool's errand than go play one year of college basketball somewhere, whether it's Ohio State or Michigan or Duke or uh-huh. Kentucky. Really, I'm going to go play. I'm going to go play in this fly by night league. Well, see, I like that this brainchild comes out after his two kids 
have committed to playing in Lithuania for a year. <laughs> I get I get nervous if I'm going to sign Zoe up for a program at a, at, a, at a rec center, and I go, I don't really know if this is going to be staffed. But no, 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 I'll go and and I'll go and yeah, Lavar Ball's got it all planned out now. How many get rich quick schemes do you think he's gone through in his life? How many? How many times do you think Lonzo? Why do you think I made the Michael Keaton comparison? How many times do you think from night shift? They're all sitting around the dinner table and Lars says, All right, here's what I got. I got something. I got something. Sneakers without shoelaces. What do you think? What do you think? Yeah, Dad. Whatever, Dad. Can I be excused, Dad? No, but here's my idea. Here's my idea. And I fund it with the sneakers that I actually make. So the sneakers pay for the sneakers that don't have shoelaces in them. Yeah, great idea, Dad. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna take off. Okay, all right. Hey, and uh, oh, when you get back, uh, Leandro, d- don't forget. I want to talk to you about playing Lithuania. Yeah, no, I, I know. Just, I, I trust me. Trust me. I got this. I got really. How many? How many get rich quick schemes? No, it could number into the thousands. Now, at its surface, I mean, I like the idea. Lavello, do you have two friends that you want to bring in below you in a scheme? And do they each have two friends below them? Because you could make a lot of money. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Audio has finally surfaced of the drama surrounding the final minute of play in Pittsburgh this past Sunday, which, of course, resulted in the Steelers' Ben Roethlisberger not trying to kill the clock. That would have led to a game-tying field goal, but throwing the ball into the end zone. It was intercepted by the Patriots, and the Patriots find a way to win, and the Steelers find a way to lose. This, of course, the big preamble to it, Jesse James being ruled an incomplete pass on a touchdown pass because he put the ball over the goal line, hit the ground, which we know is not a catch. So the last couple of days has been really weird because nobody's taking responsibility. Oh, I no. love the Steelers. It's like no, it's nobody's fault. This is the end of Reservoir Dogs. Just They're all pointing it. guns at each other and trying to decide who's at fault, who's the rat. Quit pointing that gun at my dad! I mean, it's, it's embarrassing. I'm embarrassed for the Steelers. Because after the game was over, all right, well, what happened? All right, so the Jesse James touchdown doesn't count, and then Roethlisberger makes the stupid decision to throw the ball into the end zone in they a triple panicked. coverage. And Roethlisberger says after the game, yeah, call him for the sidelines, don't clock it, run a play. Hey, coaching staff, I'm going to throw you completely under the bus. But then the coaching staff didn't really take any ownership of it. You blew it. It's 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 almost as if it was such a bad way to lose that they feel like just touching it is nuclear. But it's embarrassing that nobody could set up and say, yeah, it's my fault. Roethlisberger doesn't say it's my fault. Because you know what? It's his fault. He's the guy that threw the pass. You're throwing in a triple bleep in coverage to Eli Rogers. I'd rather throw to Eli Manning, you know, when Eli was bad and benched, than throw to Eli Rogers triple coverage when the Patriots obviously had it sniffed out. Sail it out of the back of the end zone. And kick the field goal or go for it on fourth down. Well, and most of your wide receivers didn't even run a route because they were expecting you to spike it. I mean, nobody, it was so much confusion. But Roethlisberger, in the end, he's not a rookie. He's been around a couple of times. He knows he made a bad play. He tried to be a hero when he should have just thrown it away because the play wasn't there. But... There was a whole big back and forth. Nobody was taking any responsibility. Tomlin talked about the catch, but he didn't step and say, this is my fault. No, nobody wants it. It's embarrassing. Talk about leadership. You want to know why the Steelers lose to the Patriots? Because that's what, as talented as the Steelers are, look, they have no grace under pressure. 
And obviously, you see the Patriots. They knew it was coming. Tackle. Make sure we make the tackle in bounds on second down. Steelers threw a ridiculous pass short of the goal line when they can't get a receiver out of bounds. So now they got to rush up for the next play, which is a bad play call. And then you don't know what you want to do on the sideline. Tom, everything, because everybody's going crazy because Juju Smith-Schuster had that big run and catch. Everybody's lost their minds, and everybody on the Patriots sideline is, okay, here's what we're doing now. Here's this. They knew the fake spike play could be coming. They had three guys on it. This is why the Patriots win games. You said it the other night. Belichick's got a rule. Don't put the ball over the pylon. No one's allowed to do Don't reach for the pylon. Don't reach for the goal line because he knows what's going to happen. You're going to get called for a fumble. We're going to lose possession. But no other teams do that. They all melt. I give the Patriots a lot of credit for that. I feel like it's a situation where, like you talked about our daughters playing playing soccer. You know, I've, I've coached Zoe and Zoe's team now for three years, and I could say something 25 times in a three-week span, and they will still wind up not doing it the next week. And I go, I can't believe this. Sure. I can't. How come they can't listen? I, 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 how come they can't listen? How come I don't let her dribble the ball in the goalie box? Go out and get it, okay? And let her dribble the ball in the goalie box and shoot and score. What are you doing? I said, I said it twenty five times, but that's most of the NFL. Whereas Belichick's the coach would say, "Don't let the girl dribble in the goalie box. Take the ball away," and they would take it away. Belichick gets it. His team listens, and it, you know, it's it's this is why they win. Sometimes it's not difficult to realize why the Patriots win because they know certain plays, what to do, what not to do, and the moment is never too big for them. Maybe because they know what's coming, because they know the plays. Hey, hey, hey! But hey. I give them a lot of credit for that. I figured eventually you would segue down that. Path, I, I, you know, when, I I could not mention it. All right. Well, yeah, you you feel better about that. Yes. I, ho- I hope you do. I got that off my chest. But, but I the feel point better. being that I defended the Patriots for like a minute and fifteen seconds. I know. Let me finish off the other fifteen seconds. That's crazy. Is that they actually processed the rule book, and here's your points of emphasis: things that can screw us, and then they threaten them with benching if they don't follow the rules. Fear is always a great motivator. It is a good motivator, a especially motivator. on a team that has shown you time and again, uh-huh. no matter what you've meant to the brand. As soon as you waver from staying on path, they will cut you. They will admonish you. They will get after you. I mean, you've had how many times, Rob Gronkowski, yeah, we wanted to do this celebration. Why didn't you? No, we'd get in trouble. Or, (laughs) yeah, we can't talk about this, you know, explicitly. Anything about injuries, anything about plays. It's very vanilla. It's maddening when you're trying to get something juicy for a, out of a, a quote for a radio spot or reporters that are there day in, day out, trying to get their columns written. It's maddening, but it works. There's method to the madness, and it's shown over these two decades that you button things up. Those little margins of, of error in the National Football League where games are always decided by seven or fewer points, or at least historically, that's the percentage in recent years, that you're going to win more times than you lose if you handle the little things. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. Here's the audio of the final drive, final seconds of the Patriots' victory over the Steelers. It's Mike Tomlin mic'd up on the sideline. It's the catch by Juju Smith-Schuster. It's the pass on second down, and it's the interception on third down. This second down, we got no timeouts. If it's in the field of play, we got to play. You follow me? You got me. 
Waltzberger takes the step. He's pressured. He slips the rush. He throws to the left. The pass is caught in the field of play, and the tackle is made by Malcolm. It's in the field of play. Give him a call. Not clock. Not clock. Give him a play. He can't clock it. Give him a play. Give him a play. We're not clocking it. It's third and goal to go from the sixth. He pumps, he pumps, he pumps. He throws toward the middle. It's back into the middle. Big finish from Harmon. Intercepted by Harmon. It's too soon, Harmon's got it. Harmon catches it with his calves. NFL Films. Patriots uh, Radio You heard that on scream on Mike Tomlin's microphone as well. You heard Tomlin. Give him a play. Give him a play. Don't clock it. Right? Don't clock it. He wanted Roethlisberger to run a play. He wanted the offense to run a play. I have no issue with this. You're on the six-yard line. You can beat the Patriots here in the final seconds. I have no issue with running a play. But, obviously the Steelers had no idea because, again, no grace under pressure. They don't know what to do. The coaching staff didn't get a play in. And he, you could even hear Tomlin yelling, get a play ready. If it's in the play, if he's tackling the field of play, have a play ready, get him a play. And really, that's the play they got in was, hey, just uh, Eli Rogers, you run a quick slant. It seemed like nobody on the Steelers knew what was going on. Again, that would have never happened with the Patriots. The Patriots would have looked over, Brady would have gotten a play, gone up, and they would have gotten it off in five seconds. And it would have been some kind of pick play, because that's all the Patriots do. When you think about how great Tom Brady's, let's realize their play are pick plays. All right, they get Gronk running across the seam because he runs from one side of the field to the other, and guys run into defensive backs. They've been running pick plays for 15 years. And it would have been some kind of play like that, and Amendola would have been open, or Brandon could, They wouldn't have thrown it up in the air, some kind of stupid fade. They would have run some kind of play where a guy was wide open for a play. But the Steelers panicked. They didn't know what to do. Half the team didn't know. So then Roethlisberger makes this play. Here's the thing. All of this, you see where the fault is. I can't fault Tomlin. He said, listen, have a play ready. After this happens, if it's in the field of play, have a play. You have 25 seconds to get a play in. You got to know, okay, this is what you get paid for when you're an offensive coordinator. You get paid for this, Todd Haley. This is what happens for you. Maybe Snoop Dogg would have had to play faster. I don't know. But you didn't get that play. Okay, Roethlisberger still has to throw this ball away. It comes down to that. The play is just not there. But everybody wants to be a hero and the play just wasn't there. Well, it becomes a, an opportunity to just say, okay, coach, here's what you said. Just own it and be move on. Let's stop the storytelling and everything that everybody's been doing. But you watch this play, and, and we've had it on a loop here in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Rodgers is the only guy that runs a route. The two wide receivers stand still. They don't get off the line of scrimmage at all and then realize, and, and you can hear the old blank run through their heads, as they realize that Roethlisberger is actually going to run a play. No, they did, the whole team right. doesn't know. They Everybody's don't know. They're standing around. The, the offensive line doesn't look like they're ready to engage. They just kind of stand up, and then he tries to rifle it in, and well, Harmon was there. But they, Of course Harmon was there. Just, he's always there. Yeah. Uh, always there for you Yeah, uh, to, to finish the job. But you, you look at this. It's sailing through the uprights, live to see another down. That's really all it comes down to. Third and goal. You make it a one-play game and be done with it. This just got so confused all the way around. You've got 11 guys. Nobody knows what to do. Roethlisberger panics because he realizes nobody fired off the ball 
and his wide receivers are still standing in your lower left of your screen. Well, well, what's going on now? Rogers. Usually hey. Antonio Brown is here to catch passes, but I, I don't no, know what to do. It. I don't know what to do. Yeah, just a nobody uh, else. Nobody else. They gave him a play, and three guys ran it. Just a very confused running back. Just stands up, doesn't move, and you have him trying to fire into triple coverage. This is how the Patriots win. It's because they do this. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Cam Newton spoke today, and yes, he really he shouldn't have. Routes. Newton, ah, it's funny that we play that. All the drama that's gone on the last couple days with Carolina Panthers owner Jerry Richardson, who is under investigation for workplace-slash-sexual misconduct, many... Stories have come up in the last couple of days of things he has done and how he's conducted business with the Carolina Panthers for years, having jeans Friday for all the women to wear tight jeans. He would make them turn around and and model for them and all kinds of crazy stuff. Give me a back rub, and the back rubs get really low on your spine. I mean, this is what Jerry Richardson has been accused of, all of these things. And in the wake of this on Monday, he's announced he's selling the team. He has been removed from day-to-day operations, but he's going to sell the team following the season, and he says after the very last game has been played, which is also the end of the season. Maybe he's trying to walk away without any kind of penalty. Hey, listen, you want to come after me, that's fine, but I'm selling the team, hoping to stall the NFL or any kind of investigation into him. Look, I'm selling the team, so back away. So it's kind of a difficult time right now in Carolina. Defending Jerry Richardson isn't really... A great look, yet Cam Newton did exactly that today. Having a person of influence, you know, a person, you know, with so much responsibility, you always are set to a higher standard, no doubt about it. But in this day and time, it's almost you're automatically guilty until proven innocent rather than in the the rights of the judicial system, you're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. Everything that I've heard were allegations. And, um, you know, nothing, nothing was um, actually proven. You know, it's just another person's word versus that person's word. But needless to say, man, I still think extremely highly of Mr. Richardson. Uh, I don't even know none of the sources, well, none of the sources' names have, have came out. So I really don't, you know, I'm kind of, you know, reaching to, to, to find it. But Oh, boy. All right, Cam. The right thing to say is... I have no comment. I'm focused on football. You're, hey, Panthers are having a great, great season. Cam is playing much better than though the disinterested Cam earlier on in the season, and the Panthers can accomplish great things. It's easy to get away with, I'm focused on football. This is an unfortunate situation. We'll see how it plays out. I get you have a fondness for Jerry Richardson because he's paid you hundreds of millions of dollars. But you can even say that in that. your statement. Right? Yeah. You can even say, Mr. Richardson's always been good to me. We have a great relationship. It's hard times and still trying to process this. But have look a couple at this of games sto- yes. to finish, etc. But look at this story. He's selling the team. He wouldn't be selling the team if these stories weren't true. And even if you didn't know he wasn't selling the team – why would you back somebody not knowing how it's going to turn out? These are many stories. None of them have been have been disproven. The first thing you would have said if I was, not, this is all false. None of this happened. This is a long-standing practice from many people who were interviewed as part of this investigation. You are dumb 
If you should say, this is how I want to stand up for this guy right now. I don't get it. I, I, I understand he's my owner. He's paid me a lot of money. I have affinity with him. But this is where you got to be smarter and back away. I don't know that Cam's even got people advising him. Because I would have said, dude, stay away from this. This is nuclear right now. Well, back and, off. And where where it gets bad for him in, in, in this is citing the innocence until proven guilty in the judicial system. We all know that that's not where this happens, right? It's long before it gets adjudicated. This is the court of public opinion. That happens in 24-hour-a-day social media. Cam also was talking about allegations that were made against him that were false. No, 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 no. Your dad in 2010 said that he was... Open for business. Give me in terms of your college recruiting. Go to Mississippi State. <laughs> no, no, that was just allegations. Either you way, your smarter. dad was still in, in in the mix here. And 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 also Cam Newton, who just a month ago looked like a guy who's very patronizing and demeaning towards women Rout. with the routes comment that he had at practice. Now here's a second time he goes, Oh, my owner is accused of sexually misbehaving in the workplace things. Uh, yeah, I'm going to stand up for. It. Whoa, you look like you hate women. You look like you're a, you that men are men, and then women are there to serve women. That women are there to serve men. That's how. That's the image he comes across with this. When you're defending Jerry, who was accused of this, why you wouldn't just be quiet? I don't get. He's bad at the social justice warrior stuff. He's bad at it. He's bad. He's bad trying to take a stance on things. Just keep playing football, and that some people can do it. Some people can be out there, and they can have a big media presence and, and say things, and people pay attention, listen, and some people can't just because, hey, this is football, this is what I'm best at. And Cam Newton, obviously, I mean, come on, really? This is the day you're going to come out and defend Jerry Richardson? All of this stuff going on, all of this stuff, sexual harassment in the workplace, the environment we're in right now, all the stories from the NFL Network, ESPN, all of this, but I'm going to come up and stand up for Jerry Richardson. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Tom Brady's doctor. You didn't sound like you wanted to give him a title there. Has been banned from Patriots planes and sidelines. You're right? fired. Alex Guerrero has been Tom Brady's, quote, personal doctor since 2013. He operates the TB12 Therapy Center, which is next to Gillette, and he treats players. Other players come in, and, and he gives them whatever medication he gives them, and Tom Brady swears by the guy. Well, Bill Belichick yesterday has said, you know what, don't want this guy around anymore. Uh, so he's been banned from flying on the team plane, and he's been banned from the Patriots sidelines. So now Alex Guerrero is, has to ply his trade in private or away from the New England Patriots. Now Guerrero's a guy who Brady's been friends with for a while, and he credits gives him all the credit for him playing as well as he is at the age of 40. Uh-huh. So, I'm so, a doctor. So, <laughs> hey, everybody. Um, Let's... Let's, let's Remember, talk about, we're still on the radio. Let's talk so about the things you really want to say. I know you've got to you, choose your I got, words I got, carefully. I got, I got, I got. My eyes are like slot machines. I'm trying to figure out the take I want. Uh, number one, let's real. Uh, you know, I just the way I say, doctor. I'm a doctor. I just, you know, he is a doctor. Well, he's called a quack in many articles. <laughs> 
um, snake oil sales. Yeah, well, no, that was from yeah, yeah BostonMagazine.com. Yeah. This is from October yeah. of 2015. The the headline. This was a real inten- attention grabber for you. Is Tom Brady's personal guru is a glorified snake oil salesman? Uh, I believe he was been sued a couple of times. Yes. He also uh, did, was it. He was the one that had the uh, uh, the stuff he said could cure cancer. Yeah. Right. And yeah. concussions and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that was him. Okay. I'm a doctor. This is this is him. But now he's he's helping Tom Brady with this whole TB12 recovery pajamas. Uh, if you eat like me and have garlic flavored quinoa kale, you can live till you're 150 years old and everything is awesome. But now the Patriots apparently have had enough. I will say this, and this is just this tells you about the Patriots compared to other teams. Any other team that the ball hits the ground when the receiver crosses the goal line. The touchdown gets overturned. When it's the Patriots, Brandon Cooks, it's a touchdown, and we win the game over the Texans. How Can is was still under the ball? How is it? No, it wasn't. How has this guy not been investigated by the NFL? All of these things going on. You see the past he has. He has this great relationship with Tom Brady. Tom Brady, who is playing better at 40 years old than anybody in the history of the National Football League at 40 years old. This guy has figured out the secret elixir to life. He's figured everything out, and Brady's the guy that's got it. And Tom Brady is different than anybody else that's ever played football the last 100 years. And he's playing at such a high level. Boy, this guy's great. Um, Maybe we just want to make sure things are okay. Mike Harmon. Have you read all the stuff he was trying to pass off as scientific um, things of scientific merit and great supplements and everything else? All of it passes the here to eat some Skittles test. <laughs> they don't they're not testing this guy or going after him because it's all such buffoonery. <laughs> Is the kind way to put it. Yeah, yeah, but as yeah. you read through it, that, that at no point is he linked with anything that the league would consider performance enhancing. If anything, it's a detriment for all the gobbledygook that's going through Tom Brady's head. This guy's like when Lyle Landley came to Springfield to sell the monorail. Well, there's nothing other than genuine electrified six car monorail. What's it <laughs> called? Monorail. Mule. Monorail. Monorail. <laughs> I mean, real. How is the NFL not? Okay, you know what? This is something that is a little weird, and maybe we just want to, you know, just uh, just make sure. Do they get any cut of okay. the uh, recovery sleepwear? Uh, no, I think the sleepwear is all hit. Unless I don't know, maybe did Alex Guerrero come up with the recovery sleepwear? So. Just wear this, and it'll keep you warmer at night, and we'll say you recover from injuries. Hey, that's terrific. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. He covers the NFL. He is an insider. For Bleacher Report, you can follow him on Twitter at JasonCole62. Go Aztecs, dudes. All right. He is the aforementioned Jason Cole. J. Cole, what's happening? Uh, life is beautiful. What's going on, guys? Yeah, you're always in a good mood now. He used to call. He used yeah. to be, you know, I don't like what you said or I have this music. And now the last couple times, you've been very happy. I dig that about you now. Well, I, I I try not to be a curmudgeon all the time. Well, but there are mo- look, there are there are moments. I mean, I, I look. If you want me to be surly, just send me to the draft and leave me there until midnight. <laughs> I was saying, either that or have you changed doctors? Are you hanging out with Tom Brady's guy now? Is that helping you? <laughs> uh, that, that that's a that's a great natural high. Um, 
I know why Jason Cole is happy. I know why. Why is that? I have so- been, I have been ha- hanging out with Dr. Guerrero. No, no. <laughs> At least that's what he wants to be known as. <laughs> no, it's because Jason Cole saw the story yesterday that Jeff Fisher wants to come back to the NFL, to the Colts, the Bears, or the Browns, or maybe all three. Would it be awesome? Because he triple his losses and break the record that much faster. I, what would possess anybody to hire Jeff Fisher at this point? I mean, look, I like Jeff Fisher personally, but he so badly mangled his coaching staff. It was like he he airmailed in that whole season based on the fact that he thought he had a scholarship year, right? Like he drafts golf and let's go out there and, uh, you know, we're on scholarship for, you know, two, three years and completely bungles it and, and, again, mails it in. Like, hiring guys on the offensive staff who were, you know, who would have been overwhelmed at the small college level. And you see what's, what's happening now. It's like, why would you even entertain that idea? Just because, oh, he's really good on the competition committee. Like, what does that mean? How many Super Bowls did that help him win? <laughs> um. Let's get to the audio that came out tonight about the Steelers' final drive from Sunday against the Patriots. Mike Tomlin mic'd up, and you could hear. You're already laughing. You're already laughing. Because I spent the last like two days arguing with really stupid Steeler fans who are who are like blaming this all on Haley. And and trust me, a lot of it belongs on Haley's lap. Like you had three minutes during the replay session, right, to figure out. Okay, if this gets overturned, what am I going to do on second? I've got 34 seconds left. I've, what am I going to do on second? What am I going to do on third now? What am I going? To, what, what's my sequence of plays going to be? And you came up with that, like you know. And and here's the other thing: as much as Haley deserves blame, Roethlisberger comes up and he wants to spike the ball on third down. Like that's idiotic too, and that's a quarterback who's been in the league for 14 years right here's a guy who should be who should know situational football backwards and forwards and he's saying oh let's spike it on third down no 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 no. that's your one chance to win the game and that's why you run a fade route you don't run a slant pattern into 17,000 defensive players against a team that knows that you could you have to put run the play in fact, the Patriots are praying that you spike the ball because then they can't lose. You can only kick a field goal. They get another chance to win. They want you to spike the ball. I mean, it's just this is the difference between 31 teams and the Patriots. The Patriots understand situational football, and they don't screw it up. And teams that are really great and really talented like the Steelers, they find a way to lose with a combination of a veteran head coach, a veteran offensive coordinator, and a 14-year, probably Hall of Fame quarterback at the helm, those three guys should have been able to figure this out, and they acted like it was Keystone Cops. Here's a scary thing for Jason Cole. Mike Harmon, did I or did I not say that exact thing an hour ago? It's a bit frightening, but yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And now Jason Cole and I think alike. it's the truth. It's like... You know, everybody want, again, all these theater fans want to blame Haley. It's like, wait a sec, what has your quarterback been doing his entire career? And then he comes out and he says he wants to spike it? Like, do you not understand football and go, 
wait a sec, Ben, you're dumber than Haley. Wow. Summary statement there from Jason Cole joins us on the hotline. You follow him on Twitter at Jason Cole 62. It's the Jason Smith show. With Mike Garvin here, Fox sports radio and the Geico Fox sports radio studios readying for week 16 of the NFL season. The muddled mess of the NFC playoff picture. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott returns to action. Jerry Jones still wringing his hands, wishing, wanting, hoping for that playoff berth while the Seahawks try not to fight themselves. Uh, How's this end up? I got to think that Dallas is going to take this thing. I mean, Seattle, like, that was a really bad home loss to to the Rams. Like, you got, and and that comes on the heel of losing to Jacksonville. Uh, It's like Philadelphia was your last stand. Like, you decided that, you know, being a home dog on a Sunday night game was going to be the time that you proved, hey, we can still play. And then all of your energy went into that, and now you're, I mean, you were humiliated at home, really, truly humiliated at home by a Rams team that, while good, shouldn't have done that to you at home. So I got to think that Dallas, you know, because if I'm Seattle, there's all sorts of doubt in my mind. When you lose like that, when you're not competitive, that's a really dangerous sign at this time of the year. You know, I, I look at the the NFC, and I have to think that Detroit's going to come out of this with the wild card. They have the easiest schedule, and you know, look, obviously the loser will be it's eliminated this week. I, I under, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I that's the one thing that says to me, well, are they Detroit. really going to win? Is Jim Caldwell really going to win a Week Seventeen game at home against what, Brett Unley? Did, <laughs> let me let me just add, let me just, the com. I and, and Jim Caldwell's a dear man. He really is, and I wish he was a better coach. Because he's not bad. Like he's, you know, he's 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 a pretty good coach, right? But does when you say Matt Stafford and Jim Caldwell, does that do anything to strike any type of fear? Yes, Matt Stafford could buy anything he wanted of mine. It's true. Well, that's true, but that's a, but that's that's a holy like that's like a bad movie um, with Demi Moore or something like that um, <laughs> from nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't remember the name, name of it, but yeah, the like, butcher's wife. <laughs> yeah, with with Red was it Redford who bought? bought yes, Demi and from, and, and, and indecent from Woody Rose. Harrelson. That's right. right. Yeah, so right, right. You're, so you're saying you're Woody Harrelson and that Matt Stafford is Robert Redford? Sure. Okay. And you're married, and you're married to Demi Moore. Well, that's not a bad deal. All right. So, um, anyway. remember, it's all make believe, anyway. because so. <laughs> as that rolled off your tongue, I could just Honey, see, I, I could just see what was in your head. Demi Moore. <laughs> this is how it's going to play. This is good. This is good radio for you. Earn you some points when you get home. Thanks. So, um, probably probably not enough to get. Uh, yeah, never mind. Um, but like. Again, outside of buying your family away from you, what could Matt Stafford really do to hurt you? Like, does does any does it make you quake in your boots? Like Caldwell, Caldwell and Stafford, the last two games, whoop, they're gonna smoke it. I know it. <laughs> man, can, man makes a good point. You can follow him on Twitter <laughs> at Jason Cole sixty two. Man, Caldwell and Stafford, they're gonna smoke it. 
<laughs> Bleacher Report, NFL insider extraordinaire. J. Cole is always money. Appreciate it. Have a great holiday. We'll talk to you next Any, week. Anytime. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, buddy. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at first listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.